0: Child is this who lay to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping, whom angels greet with anthems sweet, while shepherds watch our keep. Shepherds watch This, is Christ the King Whom Haste, haste to Him
1: Good morning. If I can have everybody's attention, we want to welcome to East Tales of Baptist Church. If this is the first time you've been with us, or maybe the first time in a long time, Uh, You can go out in the lobby after the service, and we have a welcome desk, and we have a gift that we'd like to give you. Also, if you have a copy of our bulletin this morning, there's a care card in there. If you would fill that care card out. uh, It has, and all our information is on there. So if you would just put that in the offering plate so that we could have a record of your visit. We'd greatly appreciate it. We're going to ask you to stand now and welcome one another to the house of the Lord this morning. All right, guys, if I can have your attention, you can go ahead and be seated. Uh, Service is going to be a little bit different this morning. We're going to go ahead and take up our offering, and then we're going to turn the service over to our choir. So let's pray together. Fathers, we come to you in prayer. We want to thank you for this day. Father, for this opportunity to worship together as friends and family, we just thank you so much for that. Father, we pray that you bless this offering. Lord, what an honor it is to give. It is an act of worship. Father, you've blessed us so much. And, Lord, this is just our time to give back to you. Lord, it's not only an act of obedience, but it's an act of worship. Father, I pray for our choir this morning. Lord, bless their practice, bless their singing, the drama, everyone involved. We want to thank you so much that so we can lift up Jesus in this way. We just want to tell you that we love you this morning. In Jesus' name I pray and all God's people say together, amen.
2: There was an actual moment in time when the eternal intersected with the temple, when the immortal became clothed in mortality, when heaven touched earth. This moment, the first Noel. The first Noel was a singular event of mystery and miracles, wonder and adoration, fear and affirmation. It was the birth of a king, but not just any king, the king of all kings. Through the years, scribes and storytellers have added their perceptions and perspectives to the story. Also, there have been those who have made it their life's work to take all of the mystery out of the story in an attempt to bring the extraordinary into the logic and language of the ordinary. But we were not there. We do not know the minute-by-minute unfolding of events. However, there are some things we can be absolutely sure of for this reason alone, we have an eyewitness. One who not only saw every single thing that occurred, he actually planned it and recorded what he wanted us to see. He is God the Father, the maker of heaven and earth. So let us look and see what he has to say about the birth of his only son. This is the story of the first Christmas, the birth of Jesus, the first Noel. was in a solemn state on the eve of the Incarnation. The people of Israel found themselves outcasts in their own land, land that had been promised to them by their God. The promise of a deliverer, a Messiah, echoed from a distant past. The political oppression of the Roman Empire and the religious control over the people, led by the ultra-conservative, radical leadership of the Jewish people, made life intolerable. But there were those who still believed who did not place the ritual of the law over the reality of the lord they took god at his word god made a promise and god always keeps his promises it was important to always be prepared to always be ready There exists no scale by which to adequately measure the significance of the birth of Jesus, and yet God chose to present his son to the world in the most humble of circumstances. There was no palace for this prince, no crown for this future king, no throne for this one who would reign forever and ever. Into a world of arrogance, power, and extravagance, he brought humility, vulnerability, and sacrifice. What began at the foundation of the world in the timeless dimensions of eternity was coming to fruition in a tiny village nestled in the hills of Judea, locked in the framework of time and space. Mary and Joseph came to Bethlehem as commanded by the Roman Empire, but foretold by the Lord through his prophets. There was no precedent for this holy night, and only God could see the convergence of all aspects of the first Noel. (laughs)
0: Amen. <laughs>
3: Joseph.
2: Yes? He's beautiful. He is. Like his mother. Joseph. Yes, Mary?
3: When do you think we'll know? Know what? That he's more than just a baby. More than our son. How will people know?
2: I don't know. When he's ready, I suppose.
3: No one in Nazareth looks at us the same anymore.
2: Yeah. It's true. I regret it? No. To say that I regret it would be saying that I regret you, that I regret him. How could I say that I regret his good gifts? But it does make me sad.
3: Sarah has not spoken to me since. We've been friends since we
2: were girls. I know, Mary. We're going to have to take it one step at a time. I'm afraid it's something we're going to have to become accustomed to.
3: I'm so grateful that he sent his angel to you. I trust you, Joseph. You are a good man. But more than that, I'm learning to trust him. Me too.
2: This journey has just begun.
3: Our people have waited for a Messiah for so long.
2: And now we'll see if this longing for a Messiah is something more than dead words. What do they do when he stands before them? What will they do when he comes and it's not as they think? God makes his plans without the opinions of men, and men cannot forgive him for that.
3: But Joseph, he must love us so very much to give us such a gift, don't you think?
2: Yes, I do. I have questions about many things, but not about that. It keeps the fear away. That, and he knows better than we do what's in us.
4: What song?
2: certainly had its overwhelming moments. A host of angels left heaven and entered Earth's atmosphere to present the most famous concert in history. There was more to come. But what an incredible story so far. The first Noel, born is the king. Glory, hallelujah, tis a wonderful thing. Born, born, born. God adorned the galaxy with a brilliant new star to announce his son's birth. Learned men observed the new celestial miracle and immediately understood its significance. They left their kingdoms and followed the star in search of a new king. This encounter of earthly and heavenly royalty is amazing and poignant. These men of wisdom and wealth did not hesitate to bring offerings and to bow down and worship the holy child, the one true king. One night stands out in the chronicle of human history. One night stands out as a testament to divine love. One night stands out as the moment heaven came down to earth. It was a miraculous night. It was a glorious night. It was a holy night. The tapestry of the first Noel is seamlessly woven between the incomprehensible and the commonplace. The air of all heaven's riches takes on the weight of all earth's poverty. The mention of angels and shepherds, magi, a star in the east, and a manger will be forever connected to the realms of the miraculous. Oh, the mystery of the wondrous, boundless, timeless love of God.
1: Let's give the choir a hand clap. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> I just want I just, I to just say I want to thank our, our music minister, uh, Sharon Atkins. She is part-time. She's not full-time, and all the time and energy that she puts just to have Sunday services. And then you add a uh, Christmas cantata on top of that. So thank you so much, Sharon, for all that you do. Thank you very much. Also, I want to thank our choir. Thank you guys so much. I know in December and November, it's, you're busy anyway, but all the time that you've taken out to, uh, to practice and to be here and to be faithful, thank you so much. I love you guys. The best choir in America, in my opinion, is these Tales of Baptist Church. Let's give them a hand clap. <clears throat> also, I want to thank uh, Lane Norton for leading our drama, everyone who took part in our drama, for those working with the banners. I want to thank our narrators up there in the sound room and all the people that take part in the sound room, they spend a lot of time here, so let's thank them as well. And then uh, one final thank you, was baby Jesus not awesome? I mean, James Childers sat there through five songs and didn't make a peep. And I know his daddy, and his daddy is a, is a talker. So let's give the Childers family a big thank you. And then, and then before we leave, I just want to mention this. This whole cantata is about Jesus. Right? Everything's about, Christmas is about Jesus. Jesus didn't come to be a social worker. Jesus didn't come to be a social justice warrior or political figure. The Bible says Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. One of the greatest questions that has ever been asked, and I asked it myself back when I was 20, was asked by a Philippian jailer in Acts chapter 16. He said this, listen to this. Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Now listen, the Apostle Paul, other than Jesus, is the greatest theologian to ever live. We get our soteriology, which is a doctrine of salvation, really from the, from the Apostle Paul. Most of it. Listen to what he says. The greatest theologian to ever live said this to a man that was about to kill himself. He said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you'll be saved. Is it, is anything more remarkable than that? That word believe on means you trust in. You trust in. What are you trusting in right now for your salvation? You know, when I was 20, I trusted in Christ and he saved me. When I woke up this morning, I was trusting in Christ and I'm still saved. Aren't you thankful for Jesus? And if you're here today and you've never placed your faith and trust in Christ, the Apostle Paul said this, the greatest theologian ever lived, whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Aren't you thankful? Listen, nobody loves you like Jesus does. Born of a virgin, lived a perfect life, bore God's, bore our sin on, on the cross. And rose the third day so that we could be saved. Aren't you thankful for him? If you've never placed your faith and trust in Christ, I'd love to talk to you about that after the service today. Two quick announcements. If, you want, if you're interested in going to Romania, uh, Mark Marshall will meet you in the conference room, which is to my right through those doors. Also, many of you have given financially. Many of you have bought gifts for the families with our Christmas in teaville, which is our local outreach to our community. Um, One of the things we like to do each year is provide canned goods and different kind of non-perishable food items for these families. We have close to 30 families that we're sponsoring this year. So our ushers will be at the doors, and if you'd like to give to that, you can make a monetary gift. um, As soon as I pray, you'll be dismissed, okay? So that's your opportunity to give if you'd like to. Let me pray for us. Fathers, we come to you in prayer. Lord, we want to thank you so much for this day. Father, I want to thank you for this church. Lord, I'm blessed and honored to be a member here. And I'm blessed and honored to be the pastor of this church. Lord, I just want to thank you for the tremendous work that our choir has done. Lord, I pray that you'd bless them. Father, we want to thank you, Lord, for Jesus most of all. Whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. That's tremendous. Father, thank you for making salvation so simple. It's instantaneous and eternal. Lord, I want to thank you for personally saving me. And Lord, we want to thank you for this day. And we love you today. In Jesus' name I pray and all of God's people said together. Amen. God bless you and you're dismissed. Have a great Sunday.